Good evening. We're going to make a start tonight. Um, this has been described as a parents' and a children's night, and uh, we are waiting on um, a busload of children coming. Uh, that's faith uh, for you. Um, but while we wait for the children, um, let's go ahead and start our service. There. And they're not used coming to church. We'll try to get them settled. Come on up. Sit at the front here. You're very welcome. Okay. All right. Well, we were waiting patiently on your children. Now we're going to sing a children's hymn. It's 695, I am so glad that our Father in heaven tells of his love in the book he has given. We're going to sing three verses of the hymn and we're going to stand and remember, children, we're, we're in God's house so we want you to be as reverent and as well behaved as you can. We're going to sing verses one and three and five. 695. It's in page four, five, six. Page four, five, six. Okay. Now, just before we pray, I'm going to ask the children here just to, to shout out those three words because we have been learning this week about the Lord Jesus. We've been learning of the fact how much he has loved us and that he came into the world and bled and died for us. 
and we've also thought about me and, and what it means for us as individuals, even though we're special in God's sight. Remember, we're born sinners by nature and practice. So we're going to ask the boys and girls, just before we pray, to shout out those three words, Jesus loves me. I want everybody to hear how well you can shout, okay? So, so I'll go on the count of one, two, and then you shout it out. All right, can you do that for me? Right, okay. One, two... I think you could shout louder than that. All right? Okay, I know you can. Not right, Alex? Callum? It's ca- sorry, it's Callum, isn't it? It's uh, so stupid me. All right, let, let, let's try that again. All right? One, two. Right, that's very good. Now we're going to have a wee word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we bow our heads in prayer this evening in the name of the Lord Jesus. And we thank you for this glorious truth that we've been singing about. Jesus loves me. We thank you for that great text in the Bible. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. That whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting love. And we thank thee for a saviour that was born for sinners. Who lived a sinless life for sinners. Who died an atoning death for all who would trust him on the cross. And we thank you not only for his blood shedding, but for his bodily resurrection. We thank thee that we can say, up from the grave he arose. With a mighty triumph for his foes, he arose a victor from the dark domain. And he lives forever with his saints to reign. We thank thee we have in Christ a, a man in the glory. And O oh God, we thank thee that there's a special place for children there. And, O oh God, we thank Thee for the Bible week that we've had with the boys and girls. We thank You for all who have come from the various homes that have been represented. We thank You for the Carrie Duff community. And we thank You for the children that are here. And we thank You, Lord, for the loan of the bus. We thank You for the driver, Danny. And we thank You for all who participated uh, to make the Super Kids Club a, a success in the way that it was. We thank you, Lord, for the choruses and for the memory verse. We thank you for the singing of the children. We thank you for their attention. And we realize, Lord, they're but little children. And we claim the children for Christ. And we pray that you'll write in their hearts and minds the truth of that lovely statement that they've just shouted out in church this evening that was bore them witness in heaven, that was heard each one of them. Jesus loves me. May it not just be words, but, oh God, may the experience and reality of that be brought home to their hearts by the power of the Holy Spirit. And may they learn to live in light of that. And may they know what it is to trust Christ as Lord and Savior and love him with all their heart and soul and mind and strength and be loyal to him in all the choices that they make in the face of all temptations that they have. Now, Lord, we just commit our meeting to thee this evening. And we pray that you'll bless this night and you'll make it a memorable occasion even for the kingdom of heaven. Lord, hear and answer prayer. We look to thee now to bless us and help us as we ask in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Now we're going to have the children take part. And we want the children to come up to the front here. And then if you look down at my left hand side, you'll see up on the screen. And here's George. You remember him? All right. Okay. Going up to the front. That's very good. Joshua, good lad. Now, these are some of the children that we've had all week. I'm really glad that they've come, that their mummies and daddies have let them come. Would you go up with Rosie, Macy? No, she's okay. She's all right. Okay. All right. We'll hand over to George here. Okay. Okay, boys and girls, if you stand forward a bit, we'll be able to hear you. And these are the choruses. Maybe if somebody would turn out the two back lights, please. Uh, you'll remember these. We're going to sing Good News and S-A-L-V-A-T-I-O-N and then about the Lord's Army. You remember those three, don't you? We sung them well whenever we were having the meetings. So let's... No, it's the, the back ones. But the Okay, so remember when it comes to extra, you go extra, right? Right, so let's try this one. Okay. 
congregation you join into. Okay, right, let's go. Good news, good news, Christ died for me. Good news, good news, if I believe. Good news, good news, I'm saved eternally. That's wonderful, extra good news. Okay, we'll go on to the next one. Now, you remember this one? And you remember how to spell salvation, S-A-L-V-A-T-I-O-N. So let's have a go at this. No, you can't get to heaven without. All right. No, you can't get to heaven without salvation, S-A-L-V-A-T-I-O-N. No, you can't get to heaven without salvation, S-A-L. B-A-T-I-O-N Shout it out Loud and clear S-A-L-V-A-T-I-O-N Sing it out Far and near S-A-L-V-A-T-I-O-N No you can't get to heaven without salvation, S-A-L-V-A-T-I-O-N. As a gift of his love you receive salvation, S-A-L-V-A-T-I-O-N. Acts 18 Okay, there was one special chorus that we sang right throughout the week, and it's I May Never March With The Infantry. So you remember how to march with the infantry and shoot with the artillery? Okay, so let's, let's do the actions and show everyone. I may never march with the infantry, shoot with the cavalry, shoot with the artillery. I may never shoot with the enemy, but I'm in the Lord's army. Yes, sir! I'm in the Lord's army. Yes, sir! That gives you an idea of the energy that these little folks have. Now, throughout the week, we learnt uh, a text of scripture, and this was our, our memory verse that we learnt, and this is the verse that uh, the Reverend McLaughlin will be using tonight. So we're going to say this through a couple of times, and we have it up there for you. So right from the start, we go, the Bible says in Mark chapter 10, verse 14. Okay, so let's have a go. 
The Bible says in Mark chapter 10, verse 14, Suffer little children to come unto me, and forbid them not for such a kingdom of God. Okay, very good. Who would like to give a, have a go with themselves in that? Yes, okay, you go. Suffer the little children. Oh, the Bible says in Mark chapter 10, verse 14, Suffer the little children to come unto me and forbid them not, for such is the kingdom of God. Right, very good. And I think we'll all have a go one last time. Everybody will have a go at this verse and remember this. Okay, boys and girls, let's have a go again. The Bible says in Mark chapter 10, verse 14, Suffer the little children to come unto me and forbid them not, for of such is the kingdom of God. Okay, thanks very much, boys and girls. You can have a seat now. Good, that was good. Thank you. Now, children. Ah, 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 ah. Okay. Shh. We do want to thank the children for coming and for taking part this evening. And just to tell the boys and girls who are here that um, there is a bag of goodies for you at the end, okay? But you have to be very well behaved. So you have to sit and keep quiet. All right. Okay. Now, what I'm going to do is I'm going to read from the scriptures. You've already quoted one of the verses. In Mark chapter 10, verse 13. I want you to listen. All right. So let's hear God's word. Mark chapter 10, verse 13. And it says, Mark 10, 13. And they brought young children to him that he should touch them. And his disciples rebuked those that brought them. But when Jesus saw it, he was much displeased and said unto them, Suffer the little children to come unto me and forbid them not, for of such is the kingdom of God. Verily I say unto you, Whosoever shall not receive the kingdom of God as a little child, he shall not enter therein. And he took them up in his arms, put his hands upon them, and blessed them. Amen. We know that the Lord will bless to us this reading of the Holy Scriptures. Now, just a few announcements very quickly. We do welcome all of you who have come this evening. We know it's a bank holiday weekend, and we appreciate those who are visiting with us tonight. You're, you're very, very welcome. And we are glad of the children who have come very willingly to take part. Wednesday night, our prayer and Bible study meeting at 8 p.m. in the will of God. And then next Lord's Day, even though it's the 2nd of September, we would normally have had our first communion service here in the church. Because remember, we, we opened in the middle of June and we haven't had any communion services since. But we're going to hold it over to the 2nd Lord's Day in September uh, for uh, obvious reasons of ones who will be absent. So do remember that. Just the two services, 11.30 and 7. Um, Proceed it by the times of prayer, and in the will of God, I will be the preacher. Now, the building fund uh, came to £1,885 for July, and we thank you for your giving to the Lord's treasury, and also we have already received uh, £550 uh, for the month of August. Uh, so, so that's tremendous. I've also been asked to uh, bring to your attention a few announcements on the 28th of August. There's the installation service of the Reverend Ian Kenny to our Hillsborough uh, congregation. Uh, and then also there's the 50th anniversary Gospel Tent Crusade in Macrofelt. And uh, the preacher's Dr. McRae starting the Lord's Day, the uh, 2nd of uh, September. And Dr. McRae will be with us uh, towards the end of October into November uh, for a gospel mission here in the church. And we're looking forward to that. Uh, and also, uh, I have with me here um, just some notices. Uh, uh, the um, Sunday school will be recommencing in September and also our Bible class. And would ask you, encourage you to pray uh, for uh, um, 
more children to come and join with us in Sunday school and Bible class this year. And the children's meetings will be resuming in the month of October uh, in the will of God, uh, provided, of course, we have a bus uh, sorted out. So do remember that, please, in prayer. We're going to sing our offering hymn. We're turning to the hymn uh, 705. We're just keeping with the children's section tonight. 705. It's in page 460 for those who have hymn books that want to help the children. I love to hear the story which angel voices tell how once the King of glory came down on earth to dwell. Hymn number 705, page 460. We'll remain seated for verses 1 and 2. If the offering is received, then we'll stand for the remainder of the hymn, please. for the last verse, please. going to have a little prayer again together and then we're going to think of God's word for a very short time. Remember that bag of good things boys and girls and we would encourage you to for the next few minutes to try and be as quiet as you can. Let's just pray. Lord we thank you for the ministry of the children tonight for these lovely choruses that they've been singing and we know that our sweetest and best songs are sung unto thee by way of praise and adoration. And our desire is that the fruit of our lips and the adoration of our hearts would be acceptable in thy sight. We thank you for the memory verse. Burn it into their hearts and minds. Suffer the little children to come unto me and forbid them not. For of such is the kingdom of God. And O oh God, we pray that these children would know what it is to receive Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior that they'll have the assurance that they're part and parcel of God's kingdom on this earth, this kingdom of grace now, and the kingdom of glory that's yet to come. We ask thee now as we turn to thy word, that thou'll be mindful of us. You'll come by your spirit. You'll shut us in with thyself. And even though they're not usually found in the house of God on a Sabbath evening, we, we pray, Lord, you'll, you'll help them to settle down. And, O oh God, that you'll touch their hearts and their minds. And that they learn to listen. 
and that they'll hear the voice of the Savior speaking to them. And they'll not only hear us talk, but they'll know his touch as well. Lord, hear and answer prayer. We plead the cleansing covering of the blood and ask for the help of God at this time. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Now, shh. my text tonight is taken from Mark chapter 10, verses 13 to 16. And my theme this evening is possessing a genuine concern for the children. Now, this is a very familiar and memorable event recorded in the Bible. The Lord Jesus is ministering in the coasts of Judea on the far side of the Jordan River. And there's some parents and they bring their little children to the Lord Jesus for him to bless them. And his disciples, of course, resented this course of action. They felt the Lord Jesus was too busy or had far more significant things to be doing with his time. So, so they rebuked the parents. However, the Lord Jesus was much displeased with his disciples. And this is what he said. Now, now listen to the language. Suffer the little children to come unto me and forbid them not, for of such is the kingdom of God. Verily I say unto you, whosoever shall not receive the kingdom of God as a little child, he shall not enter therein. And after making that astonishing statement, the Bible tells us that he took them up in his arms and put his hands upon them and he blessed them. Now, it's my belief that the same Lord Jesus who took time to bestow a blessing on the children in his day and generation is still the very same today. The Bible tells us he's the same yesterday, today, and forever. And he hasn't changed. And he is willing and he's able to bestow his blessing on the children all over the country in our day and generation. Now, these words are important. And they ought to secure our attention. We should sit up and we should listen to the voice of Christ. Because the admission and the inclusion of the children is not something strange to Christ. Not something that's accidental. In fact, I believe it's a significant part of our Lord's earthly ministry. Why? Because no one can enter the kingdom of God unless he or she receives Christ and comes to Christ as a little child receives Christ or comes to Christ. Now, shh, children, let's think of what we can learn from this passage. You think of the memory verse that you've been taught. What does it mean? I want you to think of the parents that brought the children. The Bible says, and they brought young children to him that he should touch them. I want you to think of who brought the children. It says they brought. It speaks of the parents. It's not just the mothers. The word they would also suggest the fathers as well. It was a joint effort. Both parents were concerned about the spiritual well-being of the children. It's not left to one, the mother. Both parents were involved. So I want you to think of that. Notice to whom they brought. It says to him, not to the church, because the truth is, boys and girls, there's nothing in any church that will do you good. You can join a hundred churches, but it's not going to make you right in a relationship with God. It wasn't to the organized religion of the day, which was Judaism, the rites and ceremonies in the Jewish religion. The rites and ceremonies of the church cannot confer grace. It wasn't to a creed, and it's wise that we learn the Apostles' Creed or the Nicene Creed. Um, but it wasn't to the church, the organized religion, or a creed. It wasn't even to the pastor or to the preacher or, or to the priest. It was to Christ, and it was to Christ because they believed in their heart that he was the promised Messiah, that he was the King of Israel. Listen to what the prophet said. He shall gather the lambs with his arms and carry them in his bosom and shall gently lead those that are with young. This reception of the children was a sign that Christ himself was the promised Messiah. You see, our children's weak boys and girls have been designed to point you to Christ. We haven't talked about the church or organized religion. We haven't even tried to teach you a creed. 
We have talked about Christ. We wanted to introduce you to Christ as Lord and Savior. And that was the aim. And and our desire is that you realize individually that you as a child, whether you're three or four or six or seven or eight or nine, you by faith can have a personal relationship with Christ. Now, Now think of why. Not only who and to whom, but think of why. You see, we're not told the children here were physically sick. Sickness is not mentioned. The Lord Jesus did heal sick people. People who were demon-possessed. People who were deformed. People who were diseased. Remember Naaman's leper? Leprosy and how he was healed by dipping seven times in the River Jordan. But, but these children weren't sick. They hadn't even a cold or a flu. Now, now why did the mummies and daddies bring the children to Christ? And there's one overriding reason. They cared for the souls of their children. And over and above the need for health, and the need of education, and the need of career, these particular parents focused on the spiritual need of their children. They had a spiritual desire for the well-being of the children. And it's a tragedy today that that's a mindset that's missing in our community. Isn't the overwhelming number of parents have forgot about the spiritual need of the children? The emphasis today is on health and on education, going to school and school will be starting up again. And and the the emphasis on getting a good career and having a job prospect and growing up with a sense of morality. And parents tell the children, of course, be sensible and don't drink and don't do drugs. And and that's all right and proper. But but the children aren't brought to Christ in prayer. They aren't brought to Christ by way of a godly example. They they aren't brought uh, with them to church. They're not even sent out to church in Sunday school any longer. They're not taught or brought to Christ by instruction. And there's little or no thought about Christ. Let me illustrate. Shh. Whenever it's Christmas time, and I'll not be that long away, boys and girls, and you're out shopping, And here's Santa's grotto. And you get the opportunity to meet the man with the white beard. And you tell him what gifts you want. And you're excited. And you know, there's excitement in the parents as well. And there's a photograph to prove it. Well, I wish that parents in Carrie Duff had a concern and an excitement about their children knowing and loving Christ, who he is, son of God, son of man, son of the Virgin Mary, what he is like. Neither man spake like this one. And what he did, born for us, lived a sinless life for us, died an atoning death for us. It's my desire that we had parents who would bring their children to Christ. I want you to think also Of the disciples who bullied the children. You see, these disciples, we read, and his disciples rebuked those that brought death. These disciples really behaved like a dog toward the children. They they berated the children. They, 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 They sort of barked at the children. You think of a dog attacking sheep in a field. How it barks and berates the sheep and and bites the sheep. And remember, it's his disciples. They should have known better. Why? Well, we don't know why. We're not told. Had they no concern for the spiritual well-being of the children? Criticizing the parents that brought them? Complaining about how busy Christ is? And and that these children were not important and they were insignificant? and, And behaving... Behaving in a cruel manner towards the children? What do we read? Listen to our Bible. But when Jesus saw it, he was much displeased. In other words, he rebuked them. His disciples were wrong. They lacked a love and a concern and a patience toward the children. Humanly speaking, it's hard to get children into meetings these days. Into our youth clubs. Why? Not only because parents will not send and bring the children, but there's many to to hinder the children. Aren't we so careful in many things and we give them good and wise advice? 
But we're not careful when it comes to spiritual things. And the work of the church is undermined. There's many problems that young people have today. We live in an age in Northern Ireland where many young people have been lost to the gospel. And they're lost because of the influence of their parents. And sadly, many parents are atheistic in mindset where they tell the children there's no God and no Bible and no heaven and hell and and, and no Christ who who loves them or, or died to save them. Their mind of the children's on many other things, but not on the things of Christ. And do you know what Timothy was told by Paul? And that from a child I was known the Holy Scriptures which are able to make thee wise unto salvation. We could ask the question tonight, do you know John 3 and 16? For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting. Do you know that Jesus Christ came into the world? That, that he lived for you a sinless life, that he died an atoning death on the cross to, to save you from the penalty of sin, which is eternal death, to, to save you from the power of sin, for, from living under its control. You see, the parents need to have a burden and concern to see their, their children saved, genuinely saved, living to love and know the Lord Jesus. But oftentimes, the parents even though they have no influence spiritually for the children. Over and above that, there's the hindrance of those inside the church toward the children. It was his followers, his disciples. They stood in the way of the children. Why? Well, we can't read their minds. We can speculate. They were full of unbelief. They, they, they lacked a proper vision and value of the importance of the children. Too busy, they thought. Far more important people to see. And minister to, but they were white of the mark. They were dead wrong. The Lord Jesus rebuked them, and, and we have to say tonight listen carefully woe to those that hinder the children in the church, woe to those that harm the children in, in the church. Shh, didn't the Lord Jesus say, listen to what he said in Matthew chapter 18, a very important statement. Are you listening? Matthew chapter 18, and, and he said this. Whoso shall offend one of these little ones which believe in thee, it were better for him that a millstone were hanged about his neck and that he were drowned in the depth of the sea. You think of the evil and horror of child abuse. You think of the horror of uh, uh, individuals abusing a child. It doesn't matter what institution that it is, whether in a children's home or or whether it's in a church or, 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 or the Roman Catholic church or a Protestant church. The one guilty must be exposed. The one guilty must be handed over to the authorities. There must be no attempt at cover-up. There must be transparent accountability. And the one guilty needs to be dealt with, not only by the courts of the land and the law of the land, but face the law and the word of Almighty God. That individual needs to call to repentance and and, and be told that this sin has got to be uh, repented of and, and get right with God. I want you to think of something else as we finish, and this is really the main point. Think of the Savior who blessed the children. Boys and girls, you've been given a text of Scripture. Suffer the little children to come unto me and forbid them not, for of such is the kingdom of God. What does the kingdom of God mean? Let me me give you an explanation. You've been told that the word suffer means to permit. Allow the little children to come to me. We haven't invited you to a church. We have invited you to come to Christ. And he said to the disciples, and forbid them not, for of such is the kingdom of God. And then he added, listen to verse 13. Verily I say unto you, whosoever shall not receive the kingdom of God as a little child, he shall not enter therein. Now what did he mean by the kingdom of God? That's often misunderstood. Many fail to realize what's involved. A question was asked to the Lord Jesus, who's the greatest in the kingdom of heaven? These disciples were full of personal ambition. They wanted the principal office. The Lord Jesus called a little child. He set them in the midst. And he said this in Matthew chapter 18 and in the verse 15. Um, uh, This is what he said. And whoso shall receive one such little child in my name, 
receiveth me. Think of that. The disciples believed the Messiah had come to set up a political earthly kingdom, a temporal kingdom, a kingdom of great power. But they had a mistaken view of the kingdom because the Lord Jesus came as the Messiah. And one of the signs of the Messiah was he was to take the children up in his arms and he was to bless them. It was a kingdom of grace. Yes, the kingdom of glory would come, but not now. It was first a kingdom of grace. And the kingdom of God refers to the reign and rule of Jesus Christ in your life. The kingdom of God is within you, the Bible says. It's a matter of the heart. The reign of Christ in the souls of men. It's a, it's a spiritual kingdom that counts. And that's the explanation. Notice the entrance to the kingdom. Receive as a little child. Your little children here. And you, you've come amongst us this week. And we have appreciated your honesty, your humility. We, we appreciate your, your faith. We, we, we understand your sincerity. And, and you're to receive the kingdom of God in a way that a child receives it. You see, a, a child receives what's an offer. At the end of the night, when they're leaving the house of God, they'll get a gift, a goodie bag with them, and they'll take out their hand, and they'll receive it, and they'll take the gift freely. They, they, they'll be thankful for it. They'll take it sincerely. And that's the way you take Christ. And their attitude, not only their action, but, but their attitude is, 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 is a humble reception of, of what they hear. Think of the word whosoever. Isn't this important? John 3 and 16. Shh. You listening? The Lord Jesus said, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him. Now, whosoever means anybody. That means you. That means me tonight. Do you know what? I, I can read John 3 and 16 this way. For God so loved David McLaughlin that if David McLaughlin believes in him, David McLaughlin should not perish, but David McLaughlin should have everlasting life. And you can take the name whosoever out and you can put your name in. And you can have that attitude in your mind that if I trust Christ and believe in him, then... I too will become one of his children and by this action and by this attitude I'll, I'll become part of God's kingdom. I want you to think of the exclusion of the kingdom. Shh! The Lord Jesus spoke about those that will not enter therein. And if you don't come as a little child with humility and a spirit of faith and honesty and sincerity it's not possible for you to enter in. You'll be outside and you can have your argument, you can have your excuses, but if you won't leave them to the side, then you'll be outside of the kingdom. Remember the Lord Jesus said, repent ye and believe the gospel. He said the kingdom of God is at hand as he started his ministry. And that means recognizing your sin, recognizing that you need to believe in Christ, put your faith and trust in him, that, that you need to confess him. He's my Lord and he's my savior. And then I want you to think of the experience of the kingdom. It says, and he took them up in his arms. That's the children. And he put his hands upon them. And he blessed them. After his loving speech, his talk, he touched the children. There was a welcome for the children in the arms of Christ. He wanted them to be his. Shh. I'm going to tell you a little story. Are you listening? Put your hand up if you've heard of this lady. You girls may have heard of this lady. Marlon Monroe. You girls have. She lived in America. And she was a very, she was a very beautiful lady. But did you know that Marlon Monroe was brought up in an orphanage? And she didn't know who her daddy or her mummy was. And then when she was a certain age, she was adopted and she had a stepmummy. Now the stepmummy was good to her and kind. But one time when Marla Monroe was a bigger lady and she was being interviewed on in television because she became very famous because of a connection with the United States President, J.F. Kennedy, and um, they were having a discussion about her upbringing. 
And you know what she said in that television interview? You listening, boys and girls? She said, I never knew what a touch was when I was a child. I was never hugged as a child. I was never told that anybody loved me as a child. She said, the only time I was ever touched was one time I came into my stepmommy's room and she was putting makeup on. She was going out. And I was standing beside her, watching her putting the makeup on. And she said she took her hand with powder puff and she put it in my cheek. And that's the only time I ever felt a touch as a child growing up. And I thought of that. But you think of these children in the coast of Judea. These parents brought the little children, boys and girls like you. Come and meet the Lord Jesus. And when they met Christ, what did he do? He took them up in his arms and he blessed them. And that's what the Lord Jesus wants to do to you. And you can experience God's kingdom. You can experience it tonight. If you come to him, if I come to Jesus, the hymn writer says, if you come to Christ, just as we're telling you, suffer the little children to come, you can come and you can come tonight and you can ask the Lord Jesus, Lord, become my savior. Lord, I, I want to be saved. I, I want to know sins forgiven. I want to have the assurance that one day I'll go to heaven and I want to know you come and talk to me daily and I want to know you're touched by faith. You can experience that, but you have to come. So here's the parents that brought them. And thank God for parents that bring the children, not only to church, but want them to be brought to Christ. You thank God for those parents and don't despise them and don't treat them lightly. And let's think about the disciples that bullied the children. And let's pray for God's mercy on the disciple. And everyone that hinders and harms the children, either the children's ministry or the children themselves in the house of God or in any institution, let's pray that they'll be found out and exposed and their sin will be dealt with and put under the blood. And let's think of the Savior who blessed the children and thank God for him because you can enter his kingdom, the kingdom of grace now. You don't have to be excluded, but you have to come and experience the master for yourself. May the Lord take these few thoughts this evening and bless them to all who have come. We're going to sing in closing. Shh. We're going to sing in closing. Hymn number 701. Come to the Savior. Make no delay hearing his word. He has shown us the way. Hymn number 701. It's in page 459. Page 459. Come to the Savior. Make no delay. Let's stand as we sing.
let's just bow in prayer tonight. And as our heads are bowed, let's pray for the children as they return to school. Remember those that will go to university. And we're delighted, of course, that Matthew Crawford is going to Jordanstown and Sarah Jane Irvine here is also going to Jordanstown in September. We know that some of relatives who are also going and we're thinking about not only the boys and girls, but the young people of the church too. Let's pray for them. Heavenly Father, we commit all who are gathered in tonight in this meeting house and we ask thee especially to remember the children here. We thank you for them. We covet them for Christ. Lord, they're each special in thy sight. And Lord, they're made in thine image. And we pray, Lord, you'll help them to understand that their greatest need in life, the most important thing that they can have, is a personal relationship with Jesus Christ by faith. We thank you for the Savior that said, for all who believe and trust in him, that he promises and grants to them an assurance of a home in heaven. Lord, we, we commit them to thee to this end. We pray that you'll bless them as they return to school next week. Regardless of what school it is, pray you'll help them there to, to learn and receive an education. But even over and above the education, help them to understand their greatest need is a spiritual one. Help them to learn that Christ alone can deal with their sin. And may they be brought to saving faith and trust in him. Lord, you know all about them, the homes that they represent. And we're just thankful that so many are gathered out this evening. We pray you'll remember our own Sunday school and children's meetings. And we look forward to the day to come when many of the children might be gathered in again, even at such meetings. We pray now you'll part us in your fear and in your favor. Take each to their homes in safety. We pray that the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, the love of thyself, and the communion of the Holy Spirit will be upon us both now and evermore. Amen. Amen. Thank you tonight. Just be seated.